0: it's time for the car jomez podcast hello everyone and welcome to episode 346 of the car jomez podcast
1: i'm mez and my co-host as always is the magistrate of caravan city i'm joe from the car jomez podcast
0: yeah you are buddy what's up
1: oh gomez so many good things you know we uh, finally get to end video game movie month here, which uh, is turning out to be a blessing. You know,
0: <laughs> I, wanna, I was just reminded of this. Um, this was your idea, the video game Probably movie. was. I don't know I, how to think. Why would you trust I, me? I, I had something else, and so you're like, oh, well, what about this? Because of Mario. I said, you know what? Let's do it. Boy,
1: I regret well, listening to you. That was an egregious <laughs> error in judgment. <laughs> <laughs> write it down don't listen to me don't listen to my reviews. reviews my <laughs> reviews are correct yes <laughs> and and the idea was good I it, no idea, it was man. it's
0: just you know when you really look at that list whew, yeah, slim pickings bro a lot of
1: bad movies based <laughs> on video games out there <laughs> I, who would have thought Video games are good. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Lost in translation somehow.
0: I don't understand.
1: (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Remember to follow everywhere on social media. At Car Jomez. Remember to hit that subscribe button. Wherever it is that you're consuming this podcast. Especially if it's YouTube, iTunes, all that good stuff. Leave a five star review. And only five stars. We only accept the... Five-star variety, of course. And a couple of people, Gomez, actually paid attention, listened Ooh. to the homework, actually did it. So we got a couple of reviews we got to read. Oh, And it, it's a good week. It's oh, a good week. Cool. Oh, I'm excited. So first Oof. one comes from our double main man, Dave Nagel, who I know as a Card Foundation guy, I believe. You know how I kind of trapes the old yeah. over the Major Pod man. Network. He left five stars because, of course, Duh. titled, Are You My Man? <laughs> and he wrote Quintuple Main Men. That's and you know right. what? That's sometimes all you need to know. That's it. It's short and sweet. Uh, and the next one comes from Pete Cool237. Uh oh. And. I feel like he asked the AI bot on Snapchat to write this for him. Oh, let me let me get some snacks and uh, settle in here. Not not as okay. in depth as the GBB <laughs> last week, <laughs> okay. but he wrote this is great exclamation point five stars because of course he goes course. if you're looking for a fun and engaging podcast that covers all the latest pop culture news and trends, then this is for you. I've been a fan of this show for a while now, and I always look forward to tuning in each week to hear what they have to say. The hosts are knowledgeable, witty, and have great chemistry together, making for an enjoyable listening experience. They cover a wide range of topics from movies and TV shows to music and celebrity gossip. So there's something for everyone. Plus, their commentary is always insightful and entertaining, and they're not afraid to share their honest opinions on the latest happenings in the world of pop culture. Overall, I highly recommend this podcast to anyone who loves staying up to date on all the latest trends and news in the entertainment industry. Mm, well done. That's a
0: good one. Very good.
1: So, P. Cool, Dave Nagel, feel free to reach out, slide into the DMs wherever it is that you prefer, and we'll get you guys some uh, autographed 8x10s as a thank you, a token of our appreciation for taking the time to leave a five-star review. But, Gomez. Oh, What? In a little follow up from last week, oh, follow up kind of made a comment throwing <laughs> our double main man Joey Hudson under the bus a little bit mm. because uh, he's left reviews. Joey's a good dude, listens to the show, always hits me up, asks yes. me stuff, or uh <laughs> agrees about the Ghostbusters Afterlife movie, which I appreciate. <laughs> So Joey's a, you know, a double main man around these parts. Yeah. And I said he has, he writes all these um, parody songs for reviews for the major pod. And I was kind of, I don't want to say upset, but I've felt a little left out that he had never written one for us. <laughs> and about six minutes after yes. the podcast dropped. Love to hear it. <laughs> we had one in the DMs. So, so uh, Joey, you know what? If, if you don't have one already and you want one, I'll send you a 8x10 as well. Of course. Uh, Five stars, and he says to the tune of "Jane Says" by Jane's Addiction. Oh, all right. Okay, now I know the song. I don't know it like great, great. <laughs> so if I, I screw know. this up, yeah, I don't unless know. you want to sing it, Gomez. I, I'm not a big Jane's Addiction guy. I don't know anyone who is. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Although they were a thing for a while, they were very popular. Yes, yeah, I don't, they were on all the festivals. Never got Lollapalooza it. is basically Perry Farrell's thing, so whatever. But. as old Stone Cold would say. That's right. The pipe's ready. Ready? Joe Mez It's my favorite show (laughs) Love it. I love it when it downloads They view the television Says if a show's worth watching But if she's come back again, this man will say, Grandma, please. Joe, what should I watch tomorrow? What should I watch tomorrow? This is good. What should I watch tomorrow? Verse two. Oh, yeah, baby. Joe says... Have you seen the latest shows? Naked without his hose. Shoes goes for White Castle sliders. That's okay. Mom takes credit anyway. Gomez takes his family on a plane, but his money isn't safe. Be sure, be sure to like and follow. (laughs) Be sure to like and follow. Be sure to like and follow. Mez ain't mad. He ain't gonna lie. Spin the wheel is a great bit. It is. Top five chicken pawns. I just don't know. I have to think about it. Joe goes to Disney for a date. Ooh. This is true. <laughs> Says, Goddamn right, Rick Boogs. <laughs> Mez, don't know what we're doing here (laughs) Joe pulls chicken from his pocket Gomez he drives his kids around Joe don't know what that even is he only knows everyone wants him I like to watch the slaying and also all the slaying, Gomez, <laughs> Gomez. Oh. So there you have it, Joey Hudson, a parody song. I feel like we made it now. Wow, that's I love it. We got a song about it. this. is great, bro. <laughs> we have made it. We, we are we are officially a real boy podcast. Wow, I love it so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, so what saying? an active week, Gomez. We had uh, yeah. some. Uh, a lot of sports going on. We got the playoffs in the NBA and the NHL. Wow, and game these
0: sevens. Playoffs are crazy. Both, both conferences and both leagues, major upsets. It's incredible. Yes, oh. it is. I love it.
1: The defending this... Stanley Cup champion, poof, wow. you're out of here. The, the greatest regular it. season NHL team of all time, poof, you out of here. The Rangers, just because I fucking hate them, poof, you're out of here. So I mean, just because my team doesn't make the playoffs, you say Joe don't care. Joe cares. Joe wants all these motherfuckers out that I hate. Of course. God, yes. Fucking suck a bag of dicks, Rangers fans.
0: <laughs> but Joe, our hometown bucks, bro. We what lost to do? the heat.
1: They lost Ooh. to the heat
0: in well, five games. Listen, That's someone like...
1: who lives in the heat, sometimes you just ain't ready for it. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's not good, bro. Unbelievable. So, we gotta. So, who are we picking now? You, you, you thought Boston was winning. I, I did,
1: but I did say you gotta watch. You gotta beware. Sure. Anything can happen. You know, well, once you get course. to the playoffs, it's a crapshoot. You know, I do yeah. the stone cold. You know, you run into a hot goalie. How about that? Was, but there wasn't really a hot goalie, right? It was just – it was a lot of
0: physical. It was back and forth. It
1: was, it was back and forth for a little bit. But the Bruins also had a three-to-one – three, three games-to-one yes, lead. They and they did. blew it. And they and lost a the game seven it. at home. Terrible. In a game where they were given 116 Terrible. power plays too. Jesus Christ. They were down 2 nothing. They started getting like 100 power plays in a row. Tied it up. Went into – you know it was 3-3 regulation. And then Florida won early on in overtime but just, pretty crazy, insane. Bro. Florida wasn't a bad team, but they struggled during the regular season. They came on a little late. Yeah, but they had, they
0: were struggling. Yeah, so just, um but yeah, poof, you out of here. That's crazy. That's going to be got to be an uh, ups in terms of upsets. I mean, they won 65 out of 82 games. That's just mm-hmm. insane, bro. Oh, that's
1: so got to be a the top the Boston five Sports up, Town is uh is going nuts right now. I oh, part of me I love, wishes love I could listen shit. to sports talk radio over there. You I, mean, I mean I could. I mean,
0: I could. I have the internet. I know. I know Miami Heat fans that love doing that. Love listening <laughs> to Boston cry. going? But on. I've
1: heard. So I've seen some good rants on Twitter and and the social media sites. I've also seen some good Chicago White Sox uh, rants yeah. lately because the White Sox <laughs> are just an incredible mess. Oh, so God. like that fan base is just completely had it and is over it. So funny, man. Sports been uh, fun though. I've been loving it. So what are we looking like in the NBA, Gomez? I know Steph Curry just had a monster game seven because game seven he, everybody's like, oh, he's washed up. He's him sure. It's like he's old now. And I guess you know, by pro athlete standards. Uh old. What, what he dropped 50 in game seven.
0: Yes, most points ever in a game seven, bro. Insane. Ridiculous. They uh basketball's been good. A lot of fun stuff. The second round's going to be even better now. We got LeBron versus Steph. Oh, baby.
1: Who don't That's love fun. that
0: shit? That's always Where does funny. Steph
1: rank on kind of like an all time list? Like, you know, obviously he's not like LeBron level, but is he a top 10 guy all the time?
0: I think he's got to be a top 10 guy. 100%. He changed the game. Nobody's going to come close to these records that this guy has put. It's like it's going to be a long time before someone even comes close to this. And uh, he's got to be. That's the problem, you know. Kids our age, right? That's always LeBron, Jordan, yeah. Kobe gets thrown in there. You know, a lot of people love their Kobe from back in the day. Yeah, I'm not but,
1: a, I'm not a Kobe guy. And he's always, he's always up there. And I people always try. But I think when you
0: talk to real basketball people, Kobe's great. No one's saying Kobe ain't great, but top five? No, no, not top five. Maybe top ten. Definitely top fifteen. Top
1: ten? I don't know. Like where where do we put Shaq in there? Shaq a top Shaq the top big. Man I think I over think Kareem.
0: So, I think so. I think Shaq would be a, a top ten. Just so dominant. Just when Shaq wanted to do something, he did it. Yeah, and it's no one could Shaq, stop. Yeah, no one could stop it. It's just Shaq. You know, he he. Got lazy sometimes, and you know yeah. didn't put it in there. But my goodness, anytime you cannot do that, that's like with uh you know the Greek freak here, the Koupal. Right mm-hmm. when he wants to do something at the basket, you can't. You you just not doing nothing to help him. So it's great, definitely. Shaq's top ten. You know Tim Duncan. That's someone who you Tim know, Duncan
1: falls under the radar for because he don't talk. He just do. He his doesn't thing. talk, and he never had big, huge, monster numbers either. You know, he yes, was always the consistent. epitome of that Spurs team philosophy where everyone had a role and everyone played their role. What's
0: crazy is I I think if Kawhi Leonard wasn't always hurt, this guy could be a top-ten player. When he maybe is on, this guy is incredible. And he was incredible for like two games, and then he got hurt again. And it's just like, oh, that's a disaster. I believe their contracts are up. The Clippers, they they spent all that, that equity and cash. Yep. And, I mean, you know, shit happens. Obviously, a pandemic, people get hurt. But, oh, they invested a lot to not even get to the,
1: the finals one time. Not one time. Not and one speaking time. of investing a lot of money, Gomez, Ooh. our triple main man, Jacob DeGrom, awesome. signs the big deal with the Texas Rangers, Terrible. had the late start in, in spring training, had a, some kind of issue. Had a, a what a shoulder or well either way he's on the yes. the IL again I almost said the DL again we oh, don't say boy. that anymore oh easy bro <laughs> but Jacob Degrom back on the injured list sucks bro and it sucks and and don't, I'm not I'm not cheering against Jacob Degrom I'm really not no. he got all, he didn't want to play in New York I'm okay with that I believe you want to work where you want to work. And I, I get that. And he got the bag. So, you know what? Go and take the fucking bag. Anyone would do it. We'd all do it. So, I'm glad he got paid. I'm glad he went where he, you know, he apparently wanted to go. Ah, it's just that, you know, on this pod, we cheer for greatness. We say that all the time, right? Yes. Enjoy I want to see, I want to see this guy One do what the he's capable guys. of yeah. doing.
0: It's unbelievable. When this guy is on, there's not many people in the history of baseball better than this guy. Yeah. And it's just, uh.
1: And you just watch it, and obviously, he's a finely tuned athlete. He knows his body. He knows when something's not right. But you look at this, and you go, it's been so much at this point. And I don't want to question it. Like, I feel I feel like an asshole being the one to say, oh, is he really hurt? But how much of it is is being hurt, and how much of it is being injured? You know, the, the difference between hurt and injured. You can play when you're hurt. If you're injured, you're injured. Obviously, he's he's going on the IL, so obviously something's wrong, but Greg Maddox apparently never got injured. You know, like he was able to throw all these innings, throw all these pitches. Nolan Ryan, through age 57, was able to throw no hitters. You know what I, like, how much of this is, is Jacob DeGrom? Is there an oversensitivity to it? I genuinely don't know. I don't know the guy. I don't know his mental makeup. I don't know his mentality. Maybe he is genuinely hurt all this time, but... You gotta sit here and wonder and say what is the the level here that he can take and he can't take so this is this is this is
0: fun because there's been this thing in basketball where everyone complains because the regu- the regular season is basically bullshit because nobody plays everyone's Girl. resting resting for the playoffs resting of- and then the playoffs come everyone's still getting hurt. It's not yeah. like nobody's getting hurt. so how are we playing less games but like something has got to give right? What exactly is it, the oversensitivity to stuff like that? Where there's just like, if you're a little hurt, let's not risk it. We don't want to yeah. take that chance.
1: There's so because- much more money invested in these guys. that teams are a lot more cautious. I just I, – I don't know, man. As a fan, it sucks because you want to see the best of the best do what they can do because that's that's why we watch the games, right? Of course. You know, because they can – everybody knows what it's like to to shoot a basketball, or dribble a bat, we've all played some kind of basketball in our lives, whether that was one on one in the yard or, or just shooting free throws in you know at somebody's driveway or playing in a league or playing high school. At some point in our lives, sure. we've all played basketball. At some point in our lives, we've all played catch or thought we were a pitcher or did that. I'm Ken Griffey Jr. and tried to hit mm. a home. Run. You know, we've all done Blush. this, shit. and the, the reason why we like these real sports is because we're watching, we know what it's like to be to try to do this stuff and how hard it is to do it in the seventh grade or in the 11th grade and that these guys are able to do it at the top level. We understand and we have an appreciation for that, man. It just like you sit there and I hate, I don't want to be that guy like, Oh, if I was getting paid that much money, I would just fucking yeah. go play. Like, cause that's not realistic. That's not yeah. real, but man, it just, I just want to fucking, I want to see what this guy can do, man. Like he's at some point, He's already in his mid thirties. Like, you know, the, the sand is almost through the hourglass
0: at this point. Oh, this is yes. This is definitely it's definitely winding down. I definitely think he's at this point in his career because he gets hurt so much. I think definitely he feels a little things like we're just gonna take a couple weeks off. We ain't yeah. risking nothing crazy. You have to be. It's probably very cautious now. So have we
1: seen? Is, is have we already seen the best of Jacob Degrom? Is there 100%. nothing more to cheer for? Yeah. No,
0: he's definitely.
1: This is why, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a lot of
0: Mets fans, you know, I obviously was sad he left, but it wasn't like, oh my god, because it was like, you know, do we really want to give this fucking guy? All you know, this there money? was a
1: lot of people out there because he was a homegrown guy because we had seen everything from him, right? We saw, we'd yes. seen those those the dominant game, yes. Cy Young seasons. There was, of course, a segment of the fan base who were "fuck you, traitor," you know, of all course. that shit. And like I, I've never been on that boat, but. Fuck! Like, were were we really? I don't know that I was like I was upset he left just because I wanted him to stay a match. Sure, like, you know, but we, we turned it around. About we, it. Went, <laughs> we, we turned around and signed Verlander the next day, and now he'll make his debut uh, this week. Finally. Oh, finally, so he'll be back from the DL. So that's good. Uh, the Mets are uh, haven't looked great. I think that's fair to say, yeah. uh, but they're hanging around. No one from the and at least really has looked overly impressive. Like, the Braves are playing good, but it's not like yeah. they're smoking no, everyone. I'm killing it. But- um, the Phillies kind of hanging around in there. They got a lot of injuries. Bryce Harper comes back as of this recording tonight, so Tuesday. Uh, incredible that he's able to do that. I, John Cena coming back so soon, bro. What are you doing? Well, you know what it was? He said they, he thought he would be back in June originally, so that's why they didn't add him to the 60-man DL at the beginning of spring training. But then when Reese Hoskins got hurt and now he's going to miss the season, Bryce saw that as an opening. Well, you know, I could probably play some first base. I wouldn't really have to throw all that yeah. much. So maybe I can that get in sooner. Good. So he's, you know, for a couple what weeks about now. about swinging? The swing's not going to... He says his swing more, is... The, the swing. That's is more boring. what I'm
0: worried about is the swing more than first base is perfect. Yes, you don't got to do much, but
1: this boy's going to be swinging that bad. Like, Oof. So, interesting times ahead. Uh, how about the Pittsburgh Pirates, Gomez? You paying any attention to what's going on around the league? I
0: see, yes. Like all these teams that we didn't think would be so good are good, like the Rangers, right? They were in first place.
1: I don't know if they're still yep. in first place, but I know they've been doing good. Like so. Houston's it's- hurting right now. They got a lot of people injured. Um, looks like their starting pitching is very paper thin, uh, you know, to go along with the injuries with that. So they're looking like they're going to have a rough go of it, which has kind of left the door open for a Texas or a Seattle or a Angels to kind of come in there and make some angels. hay right now. The Angels, <laughs> well, I know we say the Angels, <laughs> the How, angels. Like, we I wish just- the Angels, but <laughs> it's never the Angels. I bro. know, never, it's never. <sighs> <sighs> but the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, yeah, 20, 20 and eight, I think was the last I saw, playing good ball. Looks like they're. Minor leaguers who have been promoted are finally making the adjustment to the major leagues. The pitching looks halfway decent. You know, they brought back McCutcheon this year, which we yeah. thought was like one of those good old stories. Like, oh, no, he's just let, killing it. let the man finish up where he started. You yeah. know, give the wave, the golf clap and stuff. 100%. But nope. The Pirates uh, are here and right now through the first month of the season looking for real. The Orioles playing good baseball. Yankees decimated by injuries. And they didn't look to have a lot of depth coming into the season. Now it looks like it's really shooting them in the ass. Uh, Aaron Judge, $40 million a year on the I.L., Sometimes these things happen. When is Cashman going to lose this job? This guy's had a job for, I can't believe he's still the GM after all these years. Why? See, I've seen people say this. I don't get the infatuation with wanting to see Cashman fired. Like, what do you think you're going to get? This is obviously, he's obviously operating under what ownership is giving him. You think, you think like if he wanted to go out there and, and spend $400 million on Bryce Harper, he wouldn't have done it? (laughs) <laughs> like that that's but, the thing with all these GMs Like oh Manny Machado's a free agent Oh yeah I'll just give him an extra 10 million dollars Than the Padres You don't think he would have gone to the Yankees over the Padres Of
0: course We're not talking about big money but small moves You gotta be able to make some small moves Here and there to, to shore up a lineup And uh, he doesn't really do anything He just kind of Sits back, you know, nothing he, happens. He, he
1: makes a lot of moves. I mean, they they got Nestor Cortez out of nowhere, and he went on and was very successful for them last season, has been pretty good this season. But it's it's like the Yankees operate and the fans live in the mentality of old George. Sure. You know, when Steinbrenner was still alive, he didn't care who it was, whoever is the best player in free agency, whatever the cost is, go get him. That doesn't exist now. Obviously, Cashman has some kind of restraints on. And now I think people who are in the New York area and are Yankee fans and are used to that mentality see what Steve Cohen is doing with the Mets, just blowing people out of the water when it comes to overall team payroll. And look, the Mets may not win shit this year either. So it's not necessarily how much you spend it's how you spend it and hopefully everything works out obviously injuries play a role in everything so if people get hurt they get hurt but such is life it is can't do nothing about it bound to happen so one more follow up I got from last uh, last week or the week before Gomez AEW a couple weeks ago their big announcement we're gonna we're gonna run Wembley Stadium and they uh, dug up Desmond Wolf from wherever he was to make this announcement uh and I sat here and said, literally, how many people can they expect to come to this stadium? Is it thirty thousand? Because thirty thousand is a good crowd, but in Wembley Stadium, it's going to look fucking empty. Well, tickets went on sale today as we record this, and they sold pre-sale. over Pre-sale. Yes, it's a presale. Over thirty-six thousand tickets on Ooh, day one.
0: Baby, this is going to happen. So, I can't wait. It's
1: crazy. I, I will. I, I will eat crow. I will eat. <laughs> I will eat crow. I was wrong. Apparently, people need that AEW uh, itch scratched over in lovely England. I I am shocked by that number. Genuinely,
0: it's uh, the first time they're going to the UK, so this is a big deal. And uh, I just think you know, this, it sells out like this in the in the US. So I wonder, you know, they do do. About you know, when (laughs) for their pay per views and stuff, you know, they're they're selling out 20,000 seat arenas, stuff like that. So, there is a demand for it, you know, 90,000 we'll see, but I definitely think they're going to be getting 50, 60,000 at least. Definitely,
1: I just from a star power perspective, and listen, a a place that big, you got to have star power to fill it, yeah. Okay, AEW's first time in a new market. Sure, there's going to be interest. I am already shocked at the amount they sold on a pre-sale day, yeah. but Jericho is a star, but people have seen Jericho. You know what I mean? Like, Jericho's been around many, many years, wrestled literally everywhere there is to wrestle. People have probably seen Jericho at this point. Even Punk has been around many, many years, if he is to come back. I mean if he's not too busy shaking hands at Impact and Raw and wherever Every, else. everywhere but where he works bro. <laughs> like G- GCW it's he might crazy. be my mystery partner at FWF5 on uh, the at the end of May for all I know. Tickets available at I think majorpodmerch.com. Um who who knows what's going on with Punk but like I know MJF is a star. Maybe just cuz I'm removed I don't appreciate The level of star he is. Like whenever I see him, I'm like, wow, he's fucking good. Um, I just don't see anyone, homegrown AEW guys who have shown to have that kind of crossover appeal just yet.
0: No, it's true. Crossover appeal is it was Cody, that was their guy. Mm -hmm. Once Cody left, like really, you don't really see them branching out like that. You know what I mean? Like there's no one else really. Doing the commercials, doing the spots like that, doing the guest show. I guess MGF would be, you know, the closest thing they have to it. And even then, he's select- He's not going on the Tonight Show yet or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's, you know.
0: You know, maybe someday. But so I just think it's maybe the name. Just like, right, you go to a WWE show. Yeah. You, you don't know what's going on. You don't know on.
1: what's going on. You buy those tickets so far in advance. You know, they, so. Even WrestleMania now. Like when you think of like WrestleMania be- 3, the yeah. ability to sell 93,000 tickets, you know, how if you want to debate that number, whatever, we can do that at a different time. But it was because you looked at the match on top. It was Hogan versus Andre. People yep. went and bought tickets because they were going to see Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. And they had other stuff. They got to see other stuff on that show. Yeah. Macho Man Steamboat and Billy Jack Haynes versus Hercules, I'm sure, really packed them in. But, <laughs> you know, people went to see that. Now you just see WWE on a marquee and say, oh, I want to go see wrestling. So and you maybe have to, that's though. the case with AEW too. Maybe yeah. it is. And I just haven't appreciated enough of the kind of brand building that they've done in the past couple of years that they've been around. Because AEW does this thing uh,
0: where Tony Khan thinks, you know, I don't need to announce all the matches for a pay-per-view weeks in advance. It don't matter. You're going to buy this. You're going to get tickets when it goes on sale. And then when it comes pay-per-view time, you're either going to buy it, you're not going to buy it. And maybe the last week I'll hype it up extra and get butts in the seats. But there's so many times where the co-main event is being announced two days before the fucking pay-per-view. So And the pay-per-view still does great numbers, you know? So it has to be just, this is what it is nowadays. You know when it's time to do something, you just got to get your ticket and hope for the best. Hope you get a good show.
1: Yeah, obviously the interest is there. They're doing well. They're selling out their pay-per-views. I don't know what their TV ratings are like, but obviously the TV ratings don't mean as much as they used to. You know, they're still getting their money. They're still getting paid. They're adding another show, right? Is that – Or That's the
0: rumor. That's the rumor. It's supposed to be announced in a couple weeks, and that's the CM Punk show, you know, whatever that means. I don't know how that's
1: going to work with champions and
0: stuff like that. I don't know.
1: So what I had heard is it's going to be like a brand split. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like the guys who don't mind punk are on one brand and the other guys are on another brand. It's so funny.
0: So MJF just goes back and forth and, you know, he'll <laughs> be on both shows. Like that's that's the thing that's very odd. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, supposedly there's a new show. It's going to be Saturday nights because they've done some announcement for things that it seems weird that like if it was like at a house show, like mm-hmm. they announced the, the Owen Hart tournament that they do. And the finals is like July 17th, which is a Saturday night. Okay. So it's like, oh, what are they just going to do this at a house show? No, yeah, it's it'll be like gonna a Clash be, of
1: the Champions. It's going to
0: be like a new show. A Saturday night. I don't know. You think Saturday night is better than Friday night? Because the Friday I night show doesn't really do. I don't so think the good. day of the week matters. If you, you want to no watch, watch
1: it, you're going to DVR it. Or you're going to watch it online or whatever. <laughs> however people watch things. There is, and we've spoken about this many, many times in you know over the past years that we've done this podcast. There is very little destination viewing out there anymore, and wrestling kind of is because it is a live. It has live sports. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's the number one destination. But
1: (laughs) even like three hours of Raw is a long time. How many people really watch a three-hour Raw, or how many people settle for the ninety-minute recap?
0: Yeah, The ratings always fall off. Their ratings will always start off strong. By that third hour, like 50% of the people are gone. Like, they have and no Raw
1: is its own worst enemy because of that. But it, you're not just going to get rid of an hour and give up the money that the no. network pays for that extra While hour. they do it.
0: The network asked for it. They yeah. said, okay, <laughs> Sure. Do with and, the now, cast. and
1: now they've uh they were we're in the middle of a WWE draft apparently yeah. it hasn't stopped it goes on for I don't know a week or something it's always the feels like on the internet shows and shit like that I, none of stuff. this makes any sense and I don't like the MVP has negotiated so that stupid, yeah Omas I guess doesn't want to be drafted and yeah he wants so to he can go, go back to, to college he, he could be a
0: free agent so he could go to both shows. It's basically a loophole so that when they get tired of something or want to make a match happen, they'd be like, Oh yeah, Cody, uh he he, he signed only a seven-week deal with Raw. So now he's yeah, free test to go yeah. he's free to go back and forth now. So it's, it's dumb. Like already. They do it every time.
1: But I think SmackDown won the draft.
0: Um, I don't even well, I know what you're gonna say. They got Rick Boobs. <laughs> yes, they did. I was like, I don't know who was all oh, but I know who's on there.
1: <laughs> so you get Rick Boobs on your show, you're immediately Head and shoulders above the other brand, and that's the fact that he was like, "What, like a twentieth round pick?" I think is ridiculous. It that's obviously shows that these people don't know what
0: they're doing, bro. Now we know who's gonna finally stop the bloodline. Here we go. It's Rick
1: Boogs and we his got friend. Our guy. You know he's got he's got his friend that he does the Instagram videos with. Who's that? Um, the other jacked guy, but he's got a beard and a guitar. Um, oh,
0: uh, Elias. Yes. Yes, they Rick are friends lately. Friend. Yes, they're friends now. They both play he guitar. Needs, he needs better friends though. He's That, oh, that friend's we, not gonna. Do we not like Elias? I, I, do we like him? I mean, I no. I mean, I mean, really. if Rick Boogs likes him, there's obviously that's understandable. Something about him. There's something about it. All right, yeah. I will. I won't pass judgment just yet. I'm sorry, Elias.
1: You're okay in my book. My yeah. See, so Rick Boogs <laughs> and friends coming at you. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> what you been up to this week, Joe? Uh really? Uh, had some company this week, so I've been kind of busy. Been doing some uh, some tourist stuff, some fun stuff. But mm-hmm. I did find time to watch our movie of the week, of course, and a little bonus movie, a new release, Gomez. Oh, a over, new release? What you over got over on our Disney Plus apps? Oh, Peter Pan and Wendy. Live action. I checked it out. I said, "So
0: this is just the Peter Pan? Like, what's the what's the? I was gonna say the hook. What's the catch? What's the captain? (laughs)
1: The hook is the captain. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I've never seen the original Peter Pan. Obviously, I know the story, right? So everyone knows the Peter Pan story, all that. Um, this movie does seem to be a little bit bit more focused on kind of Wendy's angle in it. Okay. Uh, it's fine if you have kids, they'll probably like it and dig it. To me, it was nothing special. I go kind of if you're gonna wa- look, go ahead and watch it. I'm not telling you, don't go watch it, it's not like it's terrible, but I would say kind of between two and a half main men, three main men, kind of in that area. It's like Ooh. it's there, it's fine, it's worth a watch.
0: Mm. I, I saw it came out. I'm not the biggest Peter Pan guy. So it's not something that yeah. I'm like, oh, I need to, to check this out. But is uh, how, how was Captain Hook? It was is Drew is, is, right? is Captain right?
1: And uh, Jim Gaffigan plays oh, his uh, the, his, his little guy. number one guy, Smeed.
0: Okay, that sounds like good stuff.
1: It's Aww. all right. Aww.
0: I was excited, I was like, oh, they be good, Captain Hook. I gotta, there's,
1: there's nothing in this movie, nothing that I to do. Hmm. that i was overly like oh well you know what this person's really good or this thing is really good everything is just kind of there and acceptable hmm.
0: interesting uh let's see what i do i uh, i picked up a book this week mm-hmm. uh paris hilton wrote a, a book autobiography
1: Ooh, great <laughs> it was interesting you know, we I grew mean, up with Paris Hilton. I know, and I'm sure like, it you know. Is. And when Miley brought her out on New Year's, that was a big deal. So the market <laughs> was obviously ripe for more Paris Hilton content. Of course she talks about stars are blind. She has a whole, like, a whole thing and about it. thing gives me half the book. It's like The first is... half, okay, here's here's when I leaked my own sex tape to be famous. The second half, here's stars are blind because I leaked oh. my own sex tape to be famous.
0: Hey, it got us stars is blind. That's all it makes, And it, Yeah, it's a great it's song. Good. So uh, the book was good, you know, interesting. She has some crazy shit. She went to one of these like crazy. uh, Her parents had her. Yeah. Wow, today. Uh, Her parents had her kidnapped, like, and taken to one of these schools where they, uh, you know, do a thing and they try to make you be a good person. Well, you don't believe anything about this book. What's the What's the face? I'm just
1: like. Oh, I was kidnapped and taken to a school for the bad. Oh, I'm sorry, little rich girl. Your life is so tough. <laughs> Bro, they were
0: abused. It's like a It turned out into a scandal. The school that she went to, like it was a big deal. And he's just like whatever. I'm. I did not know because you're rich. You don't. Know, you don't have feelings. And
1: they don't. That. <laughs> <Okay>. That's <laughs> how I feel. Fuck. The I man. have feelings. I'm a boy with feelings. Uh. <laughs> but obviously, I'm poor.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, and uh, most of my time this week, I've been playing a lot of Zelda Breath of the Wild. This is a uh, it came out 2017, but I never really got to play it much because I was prime Shiloh, you know, paying the ass baby mode, you know. And, and uh, has that gone away? Uh, it's different in the sense that. I could go go be a pain in the ass over there, and I don't have to look at her for like hours on end. You oh, know what okay. I mean? Our baby, you got to make sure the baby don't kill it. So that's your job, right? Just don't die, baby. Please don't die. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. what you do. Now it's like, just go the fuck away. I don't care like if you Paul come London, back.
1: Like Paul London, please don't die. <laughs> you got to treat babies like Paul London.
0: Oh, I love Paul London. <laughs> I do, too. What's he up to? Oh, well, he shows up every once in a while. He pops up. Good for him. Uh, so i've been playing um so because it's 100 years later that i'm playing this game so i wasn't really down with like the the discussion and talk so to me i'm playing this game and you know i'm not really feeling it because it's like very different okay like um and so i talked to some people and they they agreed it is so it's like what they did was they said hey you know we're gonna take a zelda game but let's make it one of these big open world kind of crazy games where you got to forage for your weapons. Like you don't get like one sword, like in Zelda and that's your sword. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get a sword and it breaks and you got to go get another sword and you don't get hearts. You got to like find certain ways to trade stuff in to get hearts, stuff like that. So it's like so different. And so, You know, I'm I'm not saying I hate it, like I don't hate it. I'm having fun exploring and doing stuff, but it's just it doesn't feel like a a real Zelda game to me.
1: Mm.
0: You know, and it makes me sad because I started playing because a new Zelda game comes out in about two weeks.
1: Okay. And it's
0: a sequel to this game. So that's why I was like, Oh, let me let me play this before I get this new one. I
1: gotta know what's happening. So this one is breath breath of the wild. Breath of the wild, yeah. And the next one is breaths of the (laughs) wild. (laughs) <laughs> something
0: kingdom tier kingdom something kingdom i don't know mm-hmm. but uh so like i said i i'm enjoying it this stuff i do like but it's just like oh man I you know i just i just want to find some rupees and and just shoot my arrow at something and not work yeah you know this game is a lot of you run away from bad guys a lot because you don't want to waste your weapons. <laughs> So you avoid fights. I don't want
1: to avoid fights. I just want to jig up one of these goblin guys. If I was Link, here's how a fight would go. How'd it go? I say, listen, sir and or madam, (laughs) I'm going to put both my hands behind my back. Oh. At which point I will give you three free shots, which will not do much. But at the end of this, I'm going to grab you, lift you in the air and break you over my knee. That's how this is gonna go. And then they run away. (laughs) And then they make the choice whether they want to engage or they want to be broken.
0: Uh, That's how you fight. uh, If there's any Zelda fans out there who've played this game, you know, uh, hit me up. Let me know what you think. Am I like, am I like gonna love it once I get past a certain point or something like that? Or is the game just, you know, what it is? The map is insane. It's huge. I've seen people say they've beaten the game and done so much, and they're like 15% in the game. Like it's... Oh, really? Yeah, like it's one of these crazy, you're going to put 100 hours of gameplay into it. So, Like to do everything. To do everything. Find all the shrines, the this, the that. So, you know, that is fun. I do like doing missions like that, but I don't know. Of, uh, I am having fun. Like I said, it's good, but not great. A little sad. You know, I'm oh. to
1: so. uh, I picked up a new Netflix show this week, Gomez. Oh, did you? It's called, uh, I was just browsing through and I saw this was on new releases. It's called The King of Collectibles The Golden Touch. And oh. It's about golden auctions. I got an email that said that this
0: was coming on
1: there. You know, Golden Auctions, a very big name within the collector industry. They Ooh. run, obviously, in you know, auctions for some of the highest-end items within the sports collectible market, and now they've kind of branched into doing more in, like, Pokemon and uh, music and other other things that expand beyond just sports. And it feels like a... Uh, it feels obviously set up in in so many ways which oh, yeah. i guess it's supposed to be but um the show's fine it's fun if like obviously we we do a lot in collecting and it's you're seeing the people kind of go out and try to find people with these higher end items that they would be interested in selling and have them decide to uh co uh, consign it um sell it through consignment with golden auctions and that's like so like well, the first episode deals with like one of the guys who has like a game used jackie robinson jersey crazy but he he says he wants a reserve on it at 10 million dollars jesus that's what he thinks it's worth and golden takes it they're not necessarily happy about this reserve clause that he's putting in but it only gets to 7.2 million so now they got to go back to the guy to see if he would sell it for 7.2 which is still would be the record for jersey sale and all this and uh they don't so now they've they you know it doesn't hit the doesn't so hit crazy. the reserve it doesn't get sold the guy was adamant that 10 million was that was his number Damn. and he stuck to I, I don't know man you you tell me 7.2 million dollars on... like i get it i would love to get 10
0: if you could do your best to get 10 but to turn down 7 like that's a lot of money
1: for a jersey like there's even a in in one episode Um, I think this is like seven episodes or something. They're all like an hour each. And they all try to leave you with a cliffhanger for an auction. (laughs) that will lead you into the next one. But there's like a genuine kid who is like 14 or something. Pulls a Steph Curry rookie card out of a pack. Gold refractor. So it's out of 50. So he had an offer on the table for 100 grand cash. Golden is trying to get it because they want to grade it and then auction it. They think it's going to come back either... if they're lucky a 10 but more likely a 9, card comes back in 8 from PSA. Jesus. So funny. big difference in price between those 8s and those 9s so... and especially between those 8s and those 10s. Jesus. Um but it's also serial numbered 1 out of 50. Oh, that's cool. So um they do beat what he had for that cash in hand offer. Um not as much. I I might have taken the cash in hand on that one. For an ungraded raw card now, now you know when you grade something like that, you know, you run the risk because PSA yes. is very temperamental with their grading sometimes. So so crazy.
0: It's just a, a random crap. It's just this one thing that grades all these things, and whatever they say goes, yeah, is there a is there a, a rival
1: grading system? Oh, there's a few. Um, but PSA is kind of the like the most the only trusted, one that matters. Right? No, I don't want to say that because there, there are people who like Beckett, um, BGS, they're kind of the number two. And now you're seeing stuff like um SGC is another one um that has starting to do a lot more lately. Um, I believe it was H- HGA might be one or HSA something. Um people are using these smaller grading companies more and more often um because they're cheaper. Or because they like the way their slab looks or their labeling looks. There's one of the ones, I think it's the HGA, I believe it's called. They do like, you can specify what color label you want. If you want like team colors or color match or something. So it's, you know, if you're just displaying these cards for yourself, for your own personal collection, um, then you can kind of, you have a little leeway with the stuff you want to do. But if you are collecting with the intent to flip and profit off of these items, PSA is still like the name brand in the business. Hmm, very interesting.
0: And these are half-hour episodes, hour episodes, hour-long be- episodes. What, about seven episodes, you said. I
1: believe so, something like that.
0: Hmm, well, I'm going to check that out because that is interesting.
1: It's fun little watch, and you get to see some cool items. Uh, there's one guy who's like in Puerto Rico who's just got like an insane amount of like authentic jerseys, like Jordan game jersey, like just really crazy stuff and you look at these people and you're like uh, i don't know like you you see something like a jackie robinson jersey that's obviously pre-internet you know like how the where did you get this like where did you look like where did when you're when you're into that kind of stuff like you kind of meet other people or you you know you find the people who are also into that but it's just like the internet has found a way to make the world a lot smaller so if i want to talk about he-man toys i could go on and just google he-man toys and find a whole bunch of people and then all of a sudden oh look it's pixel Dan. great Uh, you know like i wouldn't have been able to find pixel Dan 50 years ago you know what i mean so where did like who had this jackie robinson jersey just laying around until it came to exist in this guy's collection that's the kind of stuff that interests me that is interesting very interesting we'll have to check that out what's
0: the name of the show one more time it's uh
1: the golden collectibles, something like that.
0: Oh, right. Oh, or
1: King of Collectibles. There you go, Netflix. I'm yeah, King of Collectibles, that. the golden touch.
0: Yes, that's good. I'll definitely check that out because i you know I've watched those stupid shows on whatever fucking the cable channels where they're yeah. auctioning you know fucking bullshit like a car or whatever storage wars shit like yeah. that
1: you know. I mean, I think if you watched uh when Netflix did the toys that made us like, this is like kind of right in that ballpark wheelhouse. So any kind of interest you have, you know, if, if you're more sports inclined, I would say this is kind of for you. Mm. You watch anything else, baby? No, that will be it. Except for the big one. Oh
0: yeah. The end of video game movie month. what Um, a month it's been.
1: Now you save this for the end. I would think on purpose. Yes, of course. Why? Because
0: it's got our double main man, The Rock, right? Back when we weren't so bitter about him, right? So this is like. This is true. Oh, this is like maybe a movie that he's good in because he's not The Rock yet. You know what I mean? He's not doing what he's doing nowadays. Hmm, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, you were pretty
1: wrong. Uh, so, Doom, are you... Uh... 2005 now. We're going yeah. back 18 years, which is pretty insane to think that The Rock has been acting for 18 years, and it's actually been even longer than that. Yeah.
0: It's pretty crazy, bro. That is really crazy.
1: So, oh. Doom 2005, obviously based on the critically acclaimed PC game from the late 90s.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, here's the description. Space Marines are sent to investigate strange events at a research facility on Mars, but find themselves at the mercy of genetically enhanced killing machines. Ooh. Yeah, sure.
0: Kind of. All right. I was. I thought there was another sentence. I was like, and then what? Okay, that's all right. <laughs> sure, um, that is kind there of There is it.
1: literally nobody else in this movie that I think you will know except for Carl Urban. And Gone Girl, Rosamund Pike. He's kind of famous. Oh okay. I didn't know she was anyone. Yeah.
0: She's the gone girl girl.
1: I just know um this guy oh, yeah. is Billy Butcher on the yes. Homelander show.
0: The boys.
1: The Boys. Yes. He's
0: in a lot of stuff. Lord of the Rings. He was Judge yes, Dread in uh the Dread movie. He's in a lot of stuff. We we enjoy. We we're call Urban fans in this house. Whenever he shows up, it's usually a good time. Good performance. This is not one of those times though. Uh so, how what's your history with Doom? Is it a game you have
1: you ever played that so, like on the PC? I played it. I didn't have it, but okay. obviously I had friends who had it. So, sure. And it was a big enough deal, and I was still young enough where like video games were still a big deal. I want to say I was about a freshman in high school around the time Doom came out. So like at the time, I thought the graphics were incredible. Crazy, like right? <laughs> first person shooter blowing your mind because the first person shooter thing became such a big deal after Gold and came out. You know, but I, I Doom to me felt. Yeah, I think Doom was before GoldenEye, yeah. so that like whole first-person shooter aspect and you know walking through the rooms and stuff felt kind of crazy. Now I don't know the the background story, yeah, the story of the game. Of yeah, <laughs> like to me it's just here you are, you got to get yourself out and kill yeah. these bug things, monsters, demons, whatever they are in the process. Here's your fancy gun, cool, sweet. Let's do this. Um. <laughs> So I played it, but I wouldn't say I, like, ever played. I Like, I didn't spend 60 hours on this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I played Doom a little back then,
0: the, the Doom you're talking about. But I was more of a, a Wolfenstein guy. Okay. That, that was my game. Uh, but Doom 3 came out probably around the same time as this movie, maybe a year before or something. And it was, like, the hot shit because it was, like, Bro, remember Doom? Now it's getting these like ridiculous graphics, and it was like blow your fucking computer up because you can't handle the graphics yeah. on this fucking game, like one of those games, and it was awesome. So I played that one a lot, and uh, the story is basically you know similar, where there's a portal uh, to hell, and uh, you're fighting demon guys, shit like that. But it was nothing really storyline driven. It wasn't until later on. Now these games are all. Ten thousand cutscenes and shit yeah. like that, you know. He was just go in the room, kill people, go to the next room, kill people. So, but I, you know, I love those games. Like I said, I, Wolfenstein was my shit, but the first person shooter Goldeneye, love that shit. Yeah, always love it. Well, to me, it was like Doom, Quake was another yeah. one, and Wolfenstein was the one. Were all kind of yeah. at
1: the, you Quake know, they all kind of came out in a bubble.
0: Yes, hundred percent. Those were the ones I totally forgot about Quake till you mentioned it. it's like Quake was huge, that was a yeah. huge, huge thing. Wow,
1: because when oh. I remember, like, when Quake came out, it was like, Yeah, yo, yeah, you no know doom. And it was like, Yeah, I know doom. It's like, Well, you gotta have some Quake. Yeah. It's like, when <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like, like, Yo, you smoke pot, yeah, I smoke pot. Well, wait till you have crack. <laughs> like, that's how it felt. I know, I totally agree. <laughs>
0: Oh, so this movie is, is coming off the popularity of that game. Uh, I did not see this movie in movie theaters when it first came no, out. No, neither did I. I'm trying to think. I don't really remember seeing this movie ever. I don't know if I've ever seen it. I definitely to be never have. honest had. with you. Because uh, I'm watching, I'm like, you know, none of this is really familiar. And I've played the game, but so but this don't mean nothing to me. So this
1: was a first time viewing. <laughs> See, but even, I felt like when this movie came out, by the time it came out, now you said it was around the same time as Doom 3, but for me, the Doom craze was significantly in the past at this point. Sure. You know, at one point, Doom was a very big, you know, kind of cultural thing because it was new and exciting and a lot of people did play it. We, that, It was around the time where people first started, it felt like we first started having um... PCs where PCs became yes. you know like things multiple people had. It wasn't just something strictly for the rich, like it was when when I was a kid. Um, but like everybody started getting their compact presarios and their their packard bells out and playing, you know, in Stolen Doom on Gateway. There. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely.
1: Uh, I just remembered
0: I was a Duke Nukem guy. Remember Duke Nukem? It was like, yeah, 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 it yeah. was these games, but he was a wise ass. We got like a wise crack every once in a while. Oh, man, I'm going to start downloading these games now. I'm, this is. Didn't
1: see, he get I'm, a movie at some point, too?
0: I know that they've been trying to this day. They're still trying to make a movie. I don't think they ever made a movie. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. We would have watched it, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh so yeah, I I decided you know we should definitely watch this movie because it's got the rock in it. If it didn't have the rock, fuck this movie. But you know, we talk a lot of shit about the rock. Nowadays we can't stay in the rock. We question why we like the rock. So I figured let's jump in the time machine and let's see what the rock was doing almost twenty years ago.
1: Mm. Hmm. (laughs) So obviously a much younger rock. So young. He's such a, a much, baby. A much smaller Rock. Tiny. He's a
0: tiny man. It's like so crazy. The Rock is on the Barry Bonds juice right now for the past year. He's, he's also got hair. The Rock yeah. has some hair. He has it's that hairline. It's to see
1: The Rock with, with that fucking colored in hairline, right? It is like, whoa, boy, what you, you should
0: have shaved at this point. This is not a good look, bro. Uh,
1: now, what was The Rock doing else around this time? Like, It felt like he was kind of on the come up but at the same time, he was doing everything. He was he was doing, doing literally everything. At he, this was time. Doing, he was everything he could tr- get his hands on.
0: Trying to find like something that would stick. Like he was doing comedies. He was doing family movies. He was doing action movies. He was just trying to find something that he could latch on to. You know, which has never really
1: happened. <laughs> no, I I mean, really, when you think about it, is his. His big franchise really was Fast and the Furious, and it and it wasn't yeah. his. Yes, but he, you know, he was in the movie that kicked it up a notch,
0: so he gets some credit. Yeah, no, he, it, he it, does it have to get for them. Yeah, but it, it's
1: not his at all, hundred percent. So, so I'm looking at this. So, 2005, the movie before this was Be Cool, which yeah. was kind of a. It was a very small role, but he got some kudos for it. Like, oh, maybe this rock guy could act. And right before that was Walking Tall. So this yeah. is really the, the beginning of his real big, like leading type star, guy. Yeah, role. the
0: star of the movie. Yeah. I'm looking because at shit here.
1: After this, he, he does Southland Tales, Gridiron Gang, the game plan.
0: See what I'm saying? But that's like that's a experimental movie, yeah. a family movie. Like so he's like trying everything. Then the next is get smart it's a comedy. He does another thing, so he is trying anything. A, a cartoon he has coming up here. The the filmography. Yeah, is he's got an else. episode on Hannah Montana, an episode on Reno Nine One One. He that's to say, he literally he was telling his agent, find me something. We gotta whatever it is. But we don't I, say I no.
1: In his defense, at this point, there's still a lot of Not trepidation with, with booking a of wrestler course. as a move. Like, are we really gonna make this fucking wrestling guy a movie star? You know, he's the he's the guy and, and we give The Rock a lot of shit now, but he did really set the mold for, hey, these guys can do more than just fall down for dollars. And yeah. that's why you have seen John Cena get other roles and, you know, Peacemaker's a real thing. Batista, man, is probably the best of them all. And I mean, he's a legitimate star. Yeah, he is. So, we you know, we give The Rock a lot of shit now, deservedly so. But he's the guy who paved the way for these guys to have lives outside of wrestling.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: Unfortunately, this
0: movie sucks. <laughs> so it's not—it's not very good. I didn't think it was as terrible as all the reviews. I will say, I went in
1: expecting it to be a lot worse.
0: Yes, a hundred percent. But even like, then, oh, it's still
1: pretty bad. No, it's not. It's not very good. And especially, it feels like. It feels like they shot the movie sequentially. Instead, said let's turn way. into a Doom movie. And then <laughs> and then by the end of the movie, by the third act, they ran out of money. So <laughs> they give you the first person shooter bit where Billy Butcher's, you know, yeah. doing his thing clear in the rooms, Doom style. And we get the final fight, which looks as if they couldn't afford stunt doubles. So they just have these crash test dummies that they're just throwing up against walls. That looks horrible. The great right? really t-
0: Terrible looking movie. It, it the sets don't look good. No, the monsters aren't terrible. The monsters aren't terrible. No, the monsters are probably the best part of it, but they're not even really in the movie very much. Exactly, they, they're hidden in the darkness. It's like they're doing like an alien thing where they're just going through the the pipes and shit, trying to look for something. Every once in a while, a thing will pop up, but. Yeah, there's not like a a Doom game where it's just massive amounts of monsters at all times coming at you. Nah, we got like four monsters for a total of five minutes, maybe, of screen time. (laughs) So,
1: I mean, it is. And I think whereas The Rock does learn to branch out at some point and start playing characters, this is not one of those situations. He is very still clearly just being The Rock. So I looked
0: it up, it said here that the uh, the rock was going for the the main role there, but that he said no, he wanted to do this Sarge, the Sarge role.
1: And be a bad was,
0: guy. Was, I guess he wanted to, to be a bad guy. Cause I wasn't expecting that. You know, I'm expecting him to be the star. And then I see Carl Urban and he's kinda like getting a lot of the shine, yeah. you know. And I'm like, this is like a Carl Urban movie more than it's a fucking rock well, movie. Even
1: on IMDB, Carl Urban
0: is the top listed Activity. I believe that. I believe that because we think of it as a rock, but I'm like, this is Carl yeah, urban? we do. This is a, this because is a even on the movie. promotional material, it's all he's the, the front, rock. He's, he's the
1: front man. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, nah. He's just he's there. I'm not saying he's not a main yeah, character, I... but nah. It's the other it, guys. It, it is, the is the a Carl Urban story. Movie. Yes, which is crazy. I was
1: not expecting. That. No, neither was I, and it was. um I mean, he's he's fine. Pretty much like all the rest of the actors like are just fine in their it's roles. It becomes like a too. Predator movie where there's yeah, just a platoon of guys. So These everyone's got off. their own little poll. They, they make their one line and they get picked yeah. off one by one. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know what else you could say about this movie other than it's exactly what you expect it to be.
0: <laughs> I'm going to hit some music here so you can wrap up video game month once and for all.
1: Are you a man? A double main man. Are you a man? A triple main man. A man, man, man. A quadruple main man. Are you a man? Are you a man?
0: All right, Joe. Doom 2005. Where does this movie fall
1: on your main man standards? You know, uh, we said everything that needs to be said. We expected a bad movie. We got a bad movie. (laughs) Is it as bad as we expected it to be? Probably not, but it's still bad. And when you go in expecting a bad movie and you walk away from that movie going, yeah, this movie is pretty bad. uh, It's especially bad because usually it's very easy to beat those expectations. This movie does not do that. So is it as bad as I expected? No, no. Uh, but is, there's nothing about it that even makes it good. So let's say One and a Half Main Men.
0: Sure, let's do that. One and a Half Main Men. That's fine. It's not great. There's way worse things we watch. And uh, yeah. Oh, this movie takes place in 2026. We got two more years. So a couple more years, <laughs> and then we'll have to worry about these. And then we got to worry about
1: a portal to hell. Yeah. Oh, no. Mars. This, this is Mars.
0: Yes, Mars. Uh, so,
1: <laughs> watch out, Mars! The rock is coming. Oh no,
0: baby! So this week, Joe, you ready? We uh, we got a big one this week. We got a big one. Guardians, the big <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, baby! It's got to be one of our most anticipated movies of the year, right? I mean, Couldn't be more
1: excited. What um, else is trying to on temper list? my excitement? Obviously, uh, all the rumors are out there with what actors do and don't want to keep doing this. Ooh. This is probably going to be the last go round. So we've come to enjoy these characters. We like them as a uh, ensemble, yes. and uh, safe to say, this will be the last time we get them in said ensemble.
0: It's going to be sad. I've uh, I haven't read reviews, but I've seen like quick little tweet reviews. It all seems to be great. Everyone's enjoying the movie. One thing I have seen from a few people is. Um, Maybe you shouldn't bring your kids. Like This might be
1: a little... Oh.
0: I, I didn't See, understand but I would,
1: it. I wouldn't think I know, but Guardians I, I... was really a kids thing to begin with. Yeah, I just... I, but I we mean, just think, what, any superhero
0: movie is appropriate uh, for children? 100%. Of course. It's got a raccoon in a fucking tree. Of course it's a kids yeah. movie. You know what I'm saying? But you watch something like Shazam 2, there's some scary shit in there. Those monsters are kind of scary as shit, right? I mean, so, I think all kids
1: should be Kind of educated to the fact that Philadelphia sucks, and (laughs) and as early as you can teach them that is probably a good thing. I agree on what you're saying in a sense. In uh,
0: something like this is good. Let them be scared in like a a Guardians movie or Shazam movie because it's scary. Rather than a Hammer Rink movie and never want to watch a movie again. Exactly. Like this is that's a good gateway horror. To get them, you know, oh, jump in their seat. Oh, no, it's kind of scary. Instead of going, hey, kids, here's Evil Dead. <laughs> Enjoy.
1: Uh, so I, I haven't seen any reviews for Guardians early. I'll tell you what, though. I'm hearing a lot about this Flash movie. Oh,
0: bro, That's so all I keep hearing about. It's just this thing is just crazy. I've heard so many rumors. I'm not going to say anything because I'm sure they're all true because people are jerk offs. Yeah. But there's a lot of craziness
1: going to happen in this movie, and I can't wait i'm so excited i I just keep everything i'm seeing is best dc movie of all time hopefully this resets the entire thing and now james Gunn can go and have fun with doing whatever he feels like doing after this the thing too is uh with that movie not that i would go out of
0: my way either either way but uh do we even know what the movie is about? Like they're not really like we just know Flash so is gonna go. Like
1: he's gonna go back in time to. But try then to we don't know anything else but that that happens.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know because I know the storyline that they're doing, so I know. But it's like they're not really. It's just like, hey, the Flash is going back, and there's two Flashes and a Batman, and it. They, they never really explain, like at least like in a the Spider-Man movie, they kind of explain like what the multiverse kind of yeah, is yeah. to get you. This movie's just like, nah, bro. We got Michael Keaton, we got a lady A lady Superman Come on in, let's go So, I'm excited, that's in June We got a while
1: before we get there Yep Mm. We also got a We we also have to get some I fucked that one up I'm trying to to do something witty to get us to the big finish But how about we just go to the fucking big finish You got it baby It's
0: now time For the big Up and let's spin it. Do fun. Round and round we go. Oh, oh, look at this. We talked about it last week. Oh, okay. We talked about it last week. Kelly Clarkson mentioned she has some new songs. Well, I don't know if they're gonna make the list, but we're gonna find out in a minute. Top three Kelly Clarkson songs. Here we go. <laughs>
1: Oof, let me see real fast. I gotta look. I, just, I, don't I mean, since you've something. been gone is just in all time. Of course. Of course. So sometimes you gotta go chalk. And that's where I'm going. Since you've been gone, number one. 100%. That's on the list. Has to be. Um, mm. I love. Oh my. You know what? I like mm. Dark Side. Mm. I think it's a good one. Uh, a moment like this, I love. I love break. her version of a moment like this. Obviously, that's what put her on the map. Breakaway. Break oh, jeez. Break. I do I, I do not hook up. That's going to be on my list. Because you know me, Gomez. I follow that. <laughs> uh,
0: mm, my life is so behind uh, these hazel eyes. Oh, so walk good.
1: away. Um, I also Heartbeat love her
0: i also love her christmas song underneath the tree yeah i love that song
1: i mean she's got a she's got a lot man she's had and I, I, we're going on what we're about 20 years into kelly clarkson now right 100%. after the, the
0: initial um I think it's like american idol 2004 right yeah, yeah. it's
1: got to be around 20 years now and she's had a hell of a fucking career
0: bro what about her cover never enough greatest showman bro oh
1: Ooh. I'll tell you what. I've seen Stop Kelly Clarkson off. live only one time, and she covered Skyscraper, Demi Lovato song. So lucky, bro. And Ooh. it was that incredible. So so you can I'm even – uh, there are a lot of uh, YouTube videos for – I guess that was a thing she was doing during that tour where she was singing Skyscraper a lot. So there's a ton of videos out there if you want to see it. It's really, really fucking good. Yeah, she did. I saw her right before the pandemic,
0: and uh, she did uh, – every town had, like, a different – she did a different cover song, everything. I Do that Kelly Carlson cover songs. That should be a, its own category. She's got so many. Oh nowadays. man,
1: she does. She really does. I and I, I appreciate that because she's like a big star. She just gets to do what she wants at this point. Yes. And she's That's just enjoying made her famous. It. Yes. yes, it's made her famous. She's
0: going into it. All right. Since you've been gone, because of you. Oh man. I'm gonna go since you've been gone, a moment like this and stronger. Behind these hazel eyes. Even the, the song uh, broken and beautiful is from the ugly mm-hmm. doll soundtrack. I've heard it a hundred times and
1: beautiful. it's a great I'm song. Broken.
0: So good. <laughs> it's so good, and that was Shiloh's shit. So I'm gonna have to put that one on there too. Woof. Bangers. I'm gonna have to listen to Kelly Clarkson after this. God damn, she's the best, Joe. Oh, oh great, it.
1: great episode today, Gomez. Hit them with the plugs. Let's get out of here. Guys, thanks for listening. Genuinely appreciate it. Thank you for all those reviews. Keep them coming, please, wherever it is that you're listening to this. Spotify, make sure you click those five stars. Apple, five stars. Leave some written words. Would be happy to read it. If you uh, leave us a review, screenshot it, tweet it to us, at that way we can read it and send you an 8 by 10 as a thank you to uh, all our people like they did today. You can follow us. All the social media is at carjomez.com. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, all there. You want to send us an email, it's carjomez at gmail.com. Follow all my stuff at the Joe Shoes. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, I'm all over there. Get one of these Shoes Clues t-shirts or one of those, the Magic Shugi t-shirts over at prowrestlingtees.com slash Joe Shoes. And make sure to uh, subscribe to my YouTube, youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. Mm, the
0: Gomez154 Instagram and Twitter uh, The Twitch stream was live all weekend I showed some Power Rangers stuff We saw Mighty Morphin Power Ranger The movie from uh, 95 That wonderful, wonderful thing <laughs> Everyone got to see those graphics I was talking shit about Ooh, Boy uh, And then I followed it up, I showed a, a short movie That Joseph Kahn made That had Bo-Katan And Dawson Leary in it, it Very crazy and then uh a little known episode of I forget the Power Rangers, Space Force, I think it is, some bullshit like that. But they had a crossover episode with the Ninja Turtles, bro. Ooh. The Ninja Turtles get brought over. This is the Ninja Turtles. Do you remember when there was a lady Ninja Turtle, the yes. blue with the little boobies? It was she's in this one. Venus the Milo. Venus the Milo. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that caused some shit. Um, Thank God we didn't we didn't have Twitter for that, right? Yeah, but there's a lady uh, Ninja Turtle nowadays, too. So they've gotten some of that. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. They still got it. Uh, so that was on twitch.tv slash Mezmovie. Oh, uh, you know, you never know when I'm going to pop in, show some stuff. Yeah, give go Star Wars Day is coming up. Uh, maybe there might be some fun on
1: there for you well, to watch. I Star Wars Day, I will be at Hollywood Studios. Oh so bro, I'll be celebrating. I'll be wearing my uh my Captain Picard t-shirt. Perfect. That way I fit in with everyone. Love I'm it. Looking forward to it. Oh, uh, I love it. <laughs> you know, may, the, may the force uh be uh prospering.
0: <laughs> oh, oh,
1: we'll be back next week.
0: Oh, baby, we got a big one. The first big one of it's the, the anger, summer. The anger,
1: Let's go. Let's hope it wait. Like the Marvel's been letting us down. I don't want to say they've been letting us down. It's just they're they're short on the star power now. So hopefully this will be a, a throwback to the Marvel bangers that we all know and love. Right? Let's go. Can't, can't
0: fucking wait, baby.
1: Let's go. Uh, until then, Gomez, let's make like Tom and Cruise. Peace. Peace.